Let's open it by singing uh, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Father, for that. Yeah, yeah. We thank you, Father, for that. 
We thank you for ruling and super ruling in our lives. We thank you, Father God, that you do all things right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you watch over your people right now. Father God, meet them at whatever their need may be. We ask you meet them at that need right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, we ask right now that you heal somebody's body. Father God, you know, we know that you're like, oh, let me give you that. You know, Father God, that you can do all things, right? We got enough medicine in the heavenly garment that whatever we're going through, whatever's ailing us, that you can heal us from it. Father God, right now, we ask that you just have your way. And whatever way you work it out for that to happen, Father God, let the healing come forth and come into fruition in the life of your people. Father God, right now, reduce the pain right now, reduce the stress right now of the sickness right now in the name of Jesus. Move, Father God, on their behalf. Father God, we just don't ask you to do it for, for their sake so that they be blessed alone. Father God, we ask you to do it so that someone will know what a mighty God we serve. So we can tell someone, Father God, that our God healeth our bodies. And we thank you for that. Father God, some of the struggles of, the, of their life right now. And we ask you, Father God, they're in the struggles physically and spiritually. We ask you to continue to be a battle axe in the time of battle. We ask you to be a strong tower right now. We ask you to cover your people and their circumstances, situations, in the blood of your son Jesus. Yes, Father God, you see an enemy coming, coming up to us like an enemy, like a flood, and you will raise a standard up against him. We ask for God that you do just that. Just do what you said you would do, Father God, and fight our battles for us. Because yes, we know that the battle is not ours, but it belongs to you. But Father God, sometimes we feel like giving up. We feel like throwing in the towel. We feel like God and I go on. Father God, yes. when your people get like that, we ask, oh, Father God, that you give them some encouragement. Show them a little something, something. Let them know that you're working it out for their good. That you know all things well. And, Father God, you're still in control. When they feel like they ought to just give up, Father God. When they cannot trace you, Lord, and Father God, allow us the strength and the mindset in our spirit to trust you anyhow. We thank you right now for that. Father God, right now, keep us together as, as, as your people, as this church body, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, strengthen us right now. Be a strong provider for your ministry right now. Bless the, bless the ministry with all spiritual gifts that you need. Put the positive in this locale. Father God, so we can do the work that you have called us to do. Father God, move by your spirit. You said in your word that a part of this rock you build your church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So, Father God, do what you said you would do. As we wait on you, strengthen us, prepare us, Father God, for the level that you're taking us to. We thank you right now. Father, if there's something I did not say, if there's something that I forgot to say, oh, Heavenly Father, we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to make intercession for us. Father God, utterance that we don't know how to utter. Father God, and pray that prayer and get it through for us right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now. We thank you to right now in all things. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
you all the glory. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning. We welcome you to the sanctuary this morning, and we also welcome our family and friends streaming with us on Facebook. This is the day the Lord has made, and yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm rejoicing, and I'm glad yeah. in it. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve. We are so excited that we are here this morning celebrating our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Without Him, where would we be? All right. Amen. Amen. Our thanks go out this morning to President Thomas, who did a wonderful job with our young people in presenting our Christmas presentation. Amen. Uh, she did a good job, and I'm certainly sure that Sister Angela Brown will be well pleased when she sees what the children has done. So we thank our President Greer for her labor, and we thank these young people. Thank you, children. We love you for the next We remind you that our, our New Year's Watch Night service will begin um, next Sunday night at 10 p.m., and we're looking forward to all of us being here, present and on time. And usually when they're serving food, you gotta be on time, so we're serving food. So <laughs> 10 o'clock next Saturday, uh, next Sunday evening. Uh, we will have um, morning service as usual, and I believe it is at 11, am I correct, Pastor? Yes, at 11 o'clock, we will have 11 o'clock morning service next Sunday morning, and then our watch night service at 10 p.m. Sunday night. So we're looking forward to everyone being here as we celebrate the new year. The Lord allowing us to see another new year. So we give him glory in advance. We praise his holy name. We also would like to remind you to continue to pray for all of our sick and shut in. We continue to pray for Sister Budget who's still recovering. And we want to announce to the church that Brother Daniel Hudson's older brother uh, transitioned this, week, this weekend. So let's keep uh, the Hudson family in prayer, and let's just continue to pray much for one another. Uh, pray for our pastor and leadership, Reverend Jenkins, and to all of our members, all of our family and friends, and we do acknowledge that our superintendent, Deacon Cook, is away visiting his family for the holidays, so let's keep him in prayer as well. So remember to keep all of our family, all of our friends, all of God's people in prayer. And how we do that? We pray and we give God all yes. the praise yes. and yes. all the glory. We wish you a very Merry Christmas and may it bring you joy, happiness, and everything else that you want in this life. To God be the glory. Back into the hands of the Lord. Amen. Thank God for all the announcements we read so eloquently into your hearing this morning. This government itself according to its announcement. Amen. Amen. I just want to add to that, that for the choir that this Saturday uh, there will be rehearsal at 5 on Saturday. Amen. As they prepare for that Sunday morning and also watch my service. So make sure you be here for choir rehearsal at 5 p.m. on Saturday. <clears throat> If there's any minor adjustments, we don't think it is, according to the position, uh, I'll make sure that uh, uh, Sister Nina, I'm sorry, Sister Brown, Sister Brown, lets you know about that. Amen? Yeah. Amen. God is good. God is good. And I, uh, I just want you to continue to stay faithful, continue to stay present in all things. Amen? I'm so yeah. glad that uh, 
excuses, deferrals of back on Sunday, missed two Sundays, but not was she didn't want to miss them, but she just had to miss them. And we thank God for that, amen. And they brought her back in the service. That's the all that's all. That's all God's people. When they are able not to be here, because you know who's always faithful and who's always coming, right? Yes. Right. We thank God for that. I just want you to know that uh, it's a lesson in everything we do. We're going to move on from this to our office, so you need to uh, remember that. And I, if you watch Pastor operates, and Pastor operates in that manner. No matter who is here and who is not here, no matter what we're lacking, I'm not going to not do something because we're lacking somebody. Why? Why? Because just like when you pray to God for something, y'all with me? When we pray to God for something, we, once we say that prayer, we know that God said he will do it. We operate our lives as if he has done it already. You got that? In other words, we walk as if it's already happened. So that matter who's not here, who, 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 who we lacking, we still do what we're called to do in spite of faithfully and happily. Because guess what? God set in control. And he's pleased with that. Amen? Amen. We, 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 we are not we're not thermometers. We are therm we are thermostatic. That means that we control the environment. We don't let that environment control us as Christians. Amen? Amen. Amen. And God will, God will be pleased with that. And he will move on our behalf because, the, because guess what? It all belongs to the Lord anyway, right? Right. Amen. 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 I don't see no We got everyone that, that's normally here. And we thank God for you, for you being in the service this morning. Right now, it's offering time. Offering time. Bible said, bring all the tithes in the storehouse. So we don't bring tithes into the storehouse. Just like God has commanded us to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. And we know that we can't be God-given. He said, bring up, he said that he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we cannot receive. And we believe that. We're not saying that he's not telling us to pay the tithe because everything's going right with us. He's, he's telling us to pay the tithe because we are instructed us to do. And we're going to do just that. Amen? We're going to call those things but not as if they are. And we ask God to come through for us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's bless this offering in advance before we give. Oh, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your people. As in the sanctuary today. Father God, right now, we ask that you just bless them as they're about to give unto you that which you've asked them to do. Father God, we might all be in a situation that we think we should be in, oh Father. But Lord Jesus, we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to call those things in the mouth as they are. We're going to allow that you will know that you will make a way out of no way for us. That you are Jehovah Jireh. So I ask that you just bless your people, Father, allow them to be prosperous in whatever they do. Father, whatever they put their hands to, Father, to turn it to gold. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, come against that spirit of, of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Bless them right now with prosperity and success, right now, in the name of Jesus. You said you would, Father God. Yes, you said that you have come so we have life and have it more abundantly. So we thank you for that. Let this offering be used for the betterment of building your kingdom. And when given days are over, save some place. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Church, go ahead and stand up. And come from the back. Let's go down by the river. Oh, do, do, 
Jesus. I'm coming. I'm coming. Come. Wait there. Wait there for me. For me.
with your prayers. This child, this child, are y'all with me? This child, this child. My brother says we have been through Thanksgiving and no small thanks to the National Retail Federation and their online arm. We've been through Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and Giving Tuesday. All of that because of the holiday commercial hours. We are in the Christmas season. <clears throat> and with this season comes music. On satellite radio, there's a channel for traditional and contemporary Christmas music. You hear it in the malls, in the hotel if you happen to go in the lobby, in airport terminals, on television, commercials, on streaming apps of every sort, you hear Christmas music. In 2012, CJ, the BBC published a documentary called The World's Top Richest Songs. Three of the highest grossing songs in the world are Christmas songs. In 1934, a publisher in New York approached a lyricist named Helen Galipsy and asked him to write a Christmas song because he had a vo vocabulary that a child could and would understand. Collaborating with J. Fred Coops, he wrote some lyrics on the back of a napkin in 15 minutes. And together, they came up with the song, You Better Watch Out, You Better Not Pout, You Better Not Cry, I'm Telling You Why, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That song has made $27 million. The families of that song have a copyright on the song that will last until the year 2029. Every time we hear it, they make some money. Without a song, the day really would never end, y'all. Without a song, the road would never bend. When things go wrong, a man ain't got a friend. When on a song, I got my troubles and woes, but as long as I know the Jordan will roll, I'll get along as long as I got a song down in my soul. I never know what makes the rain to fall deep and fall. I never know what makes the grass grow tall. I only know there ain't no love at all without a song. Music has the power to move us. Black women walk like they're listening to music. Their hips sway from side to side. As though there's some music going on in their head. Black children, before they can't even speak, they know how to dance. Because we are a musical people. One of the ways you know that you're saved, the Bible says that there's a melody, there's music deep down in your heart. Music compels us to act. It gives us the power to even change our mood. Yes. 
Which brings us to the text. That's why I'm telling you all this. This text in, this morning in Isaiah at chapter 9. Isaiah 9 is not, in Isaiah chapter 9 is not a letter. It's not a story. It's not a vision. Isaiah chapter 9 is a song. It is the music of Christmas. Brothers and sisters, this morning, it's important to understand the text in its context that I read to you this morning. In 725 B.C., the northern kingdom of Israel faced an ominous situation from an evil and aggressive Assyrian empire, which had reached the zenith of its power. It was now poised to attack a morally bankrupt and militarily weakened Israel. Yet into the helplessness of that darkness, in the midst of their hopelessness and despair, they received a word from God that shines the light of God's deliverance in their dark situation. Their gloom would turn to rejoicing. Their distress would turn into joy. Their oppression would turn to a broken yoke. Their darkness would turn to light. And the shadow of death would be overcome. 700 years before the wise men opened their treasures. 700 years before the angels sang on a still Judean hill. 700 years before the shepherds bowed to look down into heaven. Isaiah explains what Christmas is all about. In a text that is called the cornerstone and the centerpiece of Old Testament prophecy, like the people in this text, like the people in this text in Jerusalem, we know something of bondage. We here this morning know something of difficulty, distress, and hardship. Under the sound of my voice, somebody knows the experience of pain of divorce. Somebody here this morning knows of being a survivor of abuse. Somebody here this morning has experienced debilitating depression and crippling anxiety. Somebody this morning needs to heal from hurts of your past. The loss of a loved one. Or maybe you are battling some affliction. The poet Dean Young writes, you start with the darkness to try and move through it, and then the darkness moves through you. But brothers and sisters, on this Christmas Eve, I've got some good news for you this morning. And the good news is, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name is, think of Frodo, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I only want to, I want, I want to deal right now with this Wonderful Counselor. This morning, look at me in verse number six. He is a marvelous Counselor. It's, it, it, he's modeling. It's imperative, CJ, that we see the flow of Isaiah's argument from the virgin birth of Emmanuel in Isaiah chapter 7 to the king with four names in Isaiah chapter 9 to the rod from the stem of Jesse in Isaiah chapter 11 
Jesus is God's Messiah. The promised deliverer of Old Testament prophecy. Yet there's something marvelous in his coming. There's something mysterious that all of, that all of this through the eyes of faith we can see. Can we see what God is up to? We can see what God is up to. He came in earthly humanity for a child is born. Literally, a child has been born for us. For our good, a child is born. This speaks of his earthly beginning. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4 reads, But when the fullness of time had come, you heard me preaching last Sunday, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14 reads, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself became flesh and blood and took part in the same. He came not only in earthly humanity, but he is marvelous is that he came in heavenly deity. He came in heavenly deity. God's gift came in a person of deity, wrapped in a package of humanity. The birth in Bethlehem was not Jesus' beginning. Y'all with me? He was born in Bethlehem, but he didn't begin in Bethlehem. There was a time when Jesus was not, but there was never, never a time when the Son was not. The great mystery of the manger is that God should be able to translate deity into humanity without discarding deity or distorting our humanity. Are y'all with me? Yeah, yeah. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The incarnation was a true and genuine wedding of perfect divinity and sinless humanity. He was older than his mother. Yet the same age as his father. Because John chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. He's marvelous, but not only is he marvelous, can I get a witness in here? In that same verse, he is majestic. He is majestic, the same verse tells him. Dr. Jerry Vines, the Vines expository, says that Isaiah 9 and verse 6 is the greatest single verse in all of Scripture about the Lord Jesus Christ. With more than 250 names, titles scattered from Genesis to Revelation, Isaiah brings four in a tight, concise package that appear nowhere else in all of scripture. Did y'all just hear what I just said? Yes. I said one more time. I want you to listen. With more than 250 names, the Lord Jesus Christ, with more than 250 names and titles scattered from Genesis to Revelations, Isaiah brings together four entire consent package that appear nowhere else in all of scripture. He's a wonderful counselor. Yes, Literally wonderful counselor. Are y'all with me? Yes. Literally wonderful counselor means wonder of a counselor. That's what it means. Wonder of a counselor. It's a wonder that he counsels with us. 
It's a wonder that he puts up with us. It's a wonder that he died to save us. It's a wonder that he blesses us. It's a wonder that he hears our prayers. It's a wonder that he comes to our deliverance. It's a wonder that he wakes up uh, us up in the morning. It's a wonder that he watches over us while we sleep at night. It's a wonder how he guides our footsteps and orders our footsteps. It's a wonder how he made us a little lower than the angels. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. When I consider the heavens, the works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man? What is man that you are so mindful of him? And the son of man that you would even visit him. You made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. Wonderful counselor. He's one who gives wondrous counsel. Are y'all with me? And unfailing wisdom. Listen to me right here, dude. Wisdom. We live in a day. Y'all with me? We live in a day of counseling. We live in a day of psychiatrists. And a day of counselors. And a, and a, and a, and a day of psych, 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 psychotherapists. And psychoanalysts. And therapists. Do not misunderstand me, brothers and sisters. Mental illness is real and needs proper treatment. But the inherent fallacy of human wisdom is derived in this void of spiritual insight. What I'm trying to make, let me make it plain for you is that, yes, I know I had to go to a counselor at one time when I got divorced. I went to a counselor, but I made sure I found a, a Christian spiritual counselor. Can I get away something else? A counselor is someone who will help you. I didn't say this. This is what it said. But I passed that. I said, I was telling you what they say. A counselor is someone, it's a plain counselor, is someone who will help you organize your hang-ups so that you can be unhappy more efficiently. I didn't say that. It's being said. I didn't say it. The psychologist or counselor is one who helps you to organize your hanger so you can be unhappy more efficiently. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The reason why is that we need, why we need a wonderful counselor like Jesus, it was, it was by a counselor that we fell into sin. Satan got Eve involved in psychoanalysis. Eve got Adam involved in group therapy. And together they plunge the world into insanity. Jesus is the wisdom of God. Yes, he is. Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus knows that in weakness there's some strength. In surrender there is some victory. In death, Jesus knows there is life. This wonderful counselor is a wonder because his counsel goes beyond human wisdom. I want to say Frollo. Not only is he marvelous, not only is he majestic, but verse 7 tells us he's mighty. Verse 7 tells me he's mighty. Can I get a witness in here? Our God is a promise keeper. What he promises, he will perform it. He will rule completely. His rule will be universal, unending, and unparalleled. No one will vote Jesus out. And no one will vote Jesus in. His rule is complete. His rule is eternal. There shall be no end. And I didn't win this up here. Queen Elizabeth II 
sat on the throne of Great Britain for 70 years. But then the other day, her reign came to an end and King Charles took over. But there will be nobody to take God's place because he's in a class all by himself. God is with you. And if you like me, if you're like me, the more I call him, the sweeter his name gets. He will rule completely. He will rule eternally. And he will rule powerfully. Because the zeal of the Lord shall perform. Am I still in the book? I say the zeal of the Lord, Mother Thomas, will perform it. So let me hurry. Let me help me hurry. I, I know y'all ready to go and start the holiday celebration. Let me help us to understand that history records, history records, Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Jiggins, some of some famous people that, that, that in their birthdays. In January, Franklin Roosevelt was born. Paul Revere, George Washington Carver, Mozart was born, Edgar Allan Poe, Isaac Newton was born in January, but we didn't, we don't celebrate them. In February, George Washington was born, Abraham Lincoln was born, Thomas Edison, Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin were born in February, but we don't celebrate that. In March, in March, Alexander Graham Bell was born, Michelangelo was born in March, y'all, David Livingston and Albert Einstein, but we still don't celebrate them. In May, Harry Truman was born, John F. Kennedy was born, Florence Nightingale, Queen Victoria, Ralph Waldo Emerson was born in May, but I'm not here to talk about them today. In June, Robert Louis Stevenson was born, and Harriet Beecham Stowe, John Wesley, and Helen Keller, but I'm not here to shout about them this morning. In July, Julius Caesar was born in May, Henry Davis Thurman was born in July, Rembrandt was born, Mussolini, Isaac Watts, John Calvin of the Protestant Reformation, but I'm not here, Dr. James, to talk about them this morning. In August, Alfred Lord Tennyson was born, Napoleon Bonaparte, and Leo Tolstoy was born. In September, Alexander the Great, who was conquered all the known world, was born, but we are not gathered at this gathering this morning to celebrate Alexander the Great. In October, Dwight Eisenhower was born. Grande and, and, and Daniel Webster was born in October. Y'all with me still? In November, Martin Luther was born. Andrew Carnegie, Winston Churchill, and Mark Twain was born. But I didn't get up this morning because Martin Luther or Andrew Carnegie was born. In December, Beethoven was born. Charles Wesley and Robert Kipling was born. Walt Disney was born in December, but I didn't put on my preaching suit this morning to talk about Walt Disney. I'm here this morning, y'all, if y'all just hold on a minute. For us, for unto us, a child is born. Not just any child. I said not just any child. This child has a name that above every name. Portugals, help me preach this this morning. This child, Dr. Jenkins, is called the Ancient of Days. This child is the desire of all nations. This child is the lily of the valley and the bright and morning star. This child is the rose of Sharon. This child is the root of David and the stem of Jesse. This child was born in Bethlehem, red in, 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 in Nazareth, baptized in the Jordan, performed miracles in a desert place. Child wept over Jerusalem, prayed in 
blood stuff. And he stopped and looked at it and said, Woman, that faith has made you whole. This child went to a wedding feast, Sister Ophelia, and came to a galley and turned ordinary water into extraordinary wine. This child went to Jairus' house, and one day Jairus' little daughter was at the point of death. The child, and this child put, and he put everybody out, with the exception of Peter, James, John, Jairus, and his wife. Then he took the child by her hand, and she came back to life. If you just celebrate Jesus in the manger, If you just celebrate Jesus in a minute, you'll miss what Christmas is all about. If you just shout over a baby, you'll miss what salvation is all about. I'm glad you was born, y'all, in a manger, but he couldn't stay in a manger. I'm glad Mary and Joseph brought him to the temple, but he couldn't save me in the temple. I'm glad Jesus came down by the chimney through 42 generations. I'm glad he boarded a nine-month nature train and stopped off in Bethlehem of Judah. Y'all hear me? Admire Jesus as a baby in a manger, but don't stop with admiring him because you will miss what the season is all about. Uh, I'm glad this child grew up one day and walked to a hill called Calvary. And died for my sins. And rose for my justification. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And I get a witness in here. Because he lives, all fear is gone. I wish I had a witness here this morning, Sister Amy. He knows that there's power. Who knows that there's power in the name of Jesus? Spoke and made 
the dumb people spoke. But guess what? He walked up the Golgotha Calvary and he hung on a cross. And he died. Didn't he die? Didn't he die, y'all?
got to hurry in a, a toilet without it. Amen? We have done that which has been commanded, and yet there's still room at the cross for you. Amen? Amen. This child. Just remember, this child. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for everyone that came into the sanctuary today. Transmit of each other. I'm so happy to see whole, the whole family that came to the sanctuary. Yeah. 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 I told him you're not really married because I was, I was threatening you. I know that's not why you came to church, though. I thank God for you. I thank God for that. It's good to see everybody, amen? Amen. amen. It's good to see everybody. I don't think I forgot anybody. Since I see you here, since the way you guys see you over there, God's so good, it's so good to see you. Remember the reason for the season, amen? Remember the reason saying it's good to have family around. Because in these last few days, we can be here today and gone tomorrow. But actually, that's what we used to say back in the day, gone tomorrow. You can be here today, gone today. You can be here today, gone today. We thank God that He's still keeping us. He's, he's a promise keeper, right? Amen. Amen. If all hearts and minds are ready, we're ready to go, right? We got refreshments in the back. I'm sorry. We got refreshments in the back for the, uh, the birthdays for this month. So make sure you go back there and get cake. And we got our stuff like this. So make sure you go and get some of that. Take off. Take that food home, y'all. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. Thank you for this. Dismiss it.